Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm a Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Wicka wicka! Get I'm it. I'm trying a new Get intro. It. Get it. You can I'm do the wicka wicka. the intro game. Was that it? I think I go to that car wash. Did you just do that again? Wiki wiki. Yeah, that's the one. There you go. You're about to get wiki <laughs> I've never been there. There you go. I don't know. Man, I'll t- I'm going to throw a, pl- a car wash plug. I've been going to this place called Solar Car Wash on uh, Independence. They do at Christmas. Listen, to say that at Christmas you could turn your radio station to like 101.7, right? Um, and the lights inside would play Christmas music with your Christmas music. What did they do? What did they do in February? I don't know. They don't do anything in February. It's really romantic. <laughs> the lights turn like, like an ambient red. You go through there. Oh man! Hey girl, that be that kind of thing. Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you? <laughs> I, I better have Reagan with me. We got about 17 <laughs> seconds before we do this car wash. And they take a picture. Flat. <laughs> you're on social media. Whoa, whoa. Like, oh man. Oh god, this got a little. Yeah, that was weird. It's like it's like riding. A, it's like, <laughs> Like like riding a roller coaster. Remember it didn't get off at the end? Is your name Knox? <laughs> I mean Knox just got used to car washes. How long you been how long you been able to do this? What's that? Did go into car washes? Yeah. I don't know, about thirty five, thirty six. I'll be years. honest with you, I, I didn't break down and do a car wash until five years ago. I felt guilty because growing up, you watched Odenag on car out in the driveway. And 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 we had a next door neighbor uh Two neighbor, two houses up. He's my next door neighbor now. He passed away twenty years ago. Uh, Glenn Yakely. Uh, oh yeah, was old. Uh, yeah. Kind of your millionaire next door, retired guy. You know, very humble lifestyle. Very stern when you're a kid growing up on a five or six house street and don't cross and them. They, huh? And they paved the new asphalt road, and you ride a skateboard and. His wife comes out and starts yelling at you because you're gonna mess up the new asphalt. She just paid her one fifth for. My daddy paid a fifth too. What was her name again? Miss uh, <laughs> Shakely. Yeah, was yeah. Her no, name. I think I think I'm, yeah. You I never knew this woman. I promise. They, they've been gone. Good people. But he came over one day when I was about high school age. Yeah. And I was washing my truck or my my Jeep, and uh, he said, "I want to tell you something, young man." And this is when I had gotten a little older. And I realized he was a real nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> when I was real young, I was a little, oh, we thought he was Haunted Man. No. Uh, I think but, everybody uh, had a neighbor like that. But uh, he said, he said, I've watched you and your dad since y'all lived here in the 70s. Your dad built this house. He said he keeps a clean house, but he keeps his truck and his vehicles clean and takes care of them. And it says all I need to know about who you who you guys are. Well, we've said this on the radio show plenty of times. Like my my dad, when he would interview salespeople at his other company, oh, yeah, yeah would go out and follow them to their car to see if they kept a clean car, just to see. Yeah, that kind of gave him an idea of kind of what you're going to be like. So when if they had five us. kids, they weren't getting hired. <laughs> Hopefully he cleaned your car for you. I used to get in the guy's cars before I had kids. 
I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> He's got two nerd balls on the floor. <laughs> like quarter centimeter. <laughs> and then I had a one kid, two kid, three kid, four. Five kids. You've got five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no shaking the floor. No. But anyway, I, I I don't keep my vehicles as clean as no, I No, you, you see, I was going to give you a hard time. You were on a trip recently up to the mountains, and you took a picture of, well, you were behind one of our service vans, which I thought was really cool. And in the picture on your dash, about seven Coke cans. There were? <laughs> were there really? Nah, there's like I got this guy on my dash? Hold on. <laughs> I couldn't tell this if you were Reagan's driving. This is Reagan's car. All right, sorry, Reagan. Uh, this is Reagan. Every time I get out of her van. <laughs> there were like three. We call it a... A mobile dumpster. I mean, it really is. But every time I get out, listen, this woman has five kids. And I'm like, God, how do you leave all these uh, Diet Mountain Dew cans in here all the time? And she said, dude, when I'm getting out, I'm grabbing book bags and knots yeah. and this. I got babies, and I'm just trying to make sure the kids are not getting hit by cars. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's your job, fool. Probably don't ask that question. <laughs> Reagan listens to the show. She's going to sneak up on me and be, be like, I don't like Patrick no more. I feel like I'm in trouble Used now. to be my favorite. Yeah, now I'm in trouble. Oh, great. She's going to cold slap me. I can't believe you said that. I thought you were talking about I got the guy in trouble that I took a picture of his van. Goodness gracious. I will say kind of cool. A couple weeks ago, we went to the mountains, my family, for President's Day weekend. On the way up, I passed a Roby van. And on the way home, I passed a Roby services van. Yeah, you did. Made me feel pretty good. My kids were like, y'all are everywhere. I'm like, shut up. Well, the good part is they're actually supposed to be there. There's been other times where I've gotten that picture and yeah. I'm like, oh, no. You check the GPS, you're like, oh. <laughs> right away. <laughs> right away. <laughs> yeah. You bo- bo- t- no, the second time you didn't, but you sent me a screenshot of the yeah. GPS. I just want to make sure like, it worked. That's good. Yeah. It better work. It, that's we, what I'm saying. We, we don't get it for free, do <laughs> or we? Or we got somebody who's gone rogue and we got a problem. Um, and so, yeah, that doesn't happen. But uh, No, but we're building our services program yeah. up in the Boone office. That's right. Yeah. So it is not just an Angel Roby custom residential construction office anymore yeah got a couple of guys up there whole platform yeah we're actually texting one of them right now trying to put some lights on our sign there going up through the boone area yeah that's what happens when i ride past our office at night well you can't see the couldn't see it but you're yeah everybody starts skedaddling (laughs) no i mean it's hey we're only getting we're only marking in 12 hours of the day we can mark at 20 well how about this we rode home by it the other day yeah. On the way home during the day, was the guy putting the lights in? And ru- no, it it was uh, <laughs> it was on President's Day when we yeah. rode by. So none of our employees work on President's Day. No, <laughs> I know you're Max. I called you out actually. Actually, it looked like Lee's McRae College was in class on President's Day. Okay. It looked like uh, Community College was in class on President's Day, and. A bunch of lumber trucks were on the road on President's yeah. Day. Yeah, we, so we were FYI. up and running. Yeah. But, uh, but Rowan said we could do some things to spruce up her office, make it look better. FYI, she's, she's 13. So. <laughs> no, nah, she's probably right. All right. We have one of my newest dear friends in YPO, Trey Sutton, when we come back. I can't wait to get indoctrinated on what all he's got going on. When you return, you listen to At Home with Roby.
Welcome back to At Home with the Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last segment, go back. Trent, we were having a ball in that last segment, weren't we? I'm having fun all the time. I know. Life, you got to keep it rolling. for sure. <laughs> and that right tray. Absolutely, absolutely. Goodness gracious. He said cut the headset down. <laughs> Trip must be deaf because me and you are on the same yeah. volume. <laughs> it was a little loud for me. But. So now Get Trent up, can't talk hear. Talk into the mic yeah. now. I mean, can I know you hear me now? I know you're cool. There Pull the mic to you yeah. and lay back. Yeah. There it is. Well, it's great to be with you guys. Trey Sutton, well, glad to have you. Yes, sir. Good to be here. Good you, to meet you guys. Well, Patrick, good to meet you, Trent. Yes, great sir. to see you, brother. Trey, I, I, it's 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 sitting right here. What what did you bring? What do you? So I brought Trent a little present. That's um, a big present. Well, so Trent, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and open that? Um, oh boy, I like this. Put him on. The, it looks like a giant baseball hat. Well, that's the thing. So I know he's a baseball guy. So this is a travel case for a baseball hat, and I brought him a baseball hat. So <laughs> um, now the particular one I brought him is very popular in the Southern Seven YPO group. It says Vale sucks on it. So, wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just went to tell you right a couple of weeks ago. Is that where you exactly? Coming from? That's exactly that, right, dude. That is, is hysterical. Awesome. Yeah. There's so. got to be a st- well. Maybe maybe that story needs to be off the air. But that's uh that's uh, that's great. Well, and you dude. got a little carry strap there in case you want to do like the man purse situation that all the kids are doing these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I bet we could get an Andrew Roby logo on that man purse. I mean, yeah. I literally just told my wife this morning that I needed two more hat racks. I, I don't know if you heard yeah, on the radio yeah, yeah, yeah. shows. She got me four, so I got forty hats. Yeah, and I called them out, and I have a whole drawer with my nostalgia hats that yeah. I don't really wear every day. And then I gave Ford. Ford has a he's got like a collection of forty now. <laughs> So now you can travel with this them. This is the so, bomb. It's great. So they're gonna get crushed. Yeah, I took I, that down to Costa Rica, and then I thought, you know what? This will be perfect for Trent. So, this is there really you go, a wow, very so thoughtful nice. gift. Yeah, man. And the Vale sucks hat is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is sweet. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, that's fun. It so. definitely looks like something Gallagher and Rob Krause and those guys will wear. Oh yeah, Gallagher's <laughs> got one. He's pretty excited about it. Yeah, Krause's Krause's looking for one. So hopefully, I'll see those guys soon. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to rock this. Yeah. So you just told me, uh, what, we met about a year and a half ago? About a year and a half ago, yeah. How long you been in YPO? Two years Two now. years. Yeah, came in in the fall, um, just under the wire, in fact. Joined late, uh, joined at 44. It had been recommended to me, you know, right as I was turning, I think I was 39. Um, and I just had stuff falling on my pockets at the time with the new gig. And so didn't have a chance to join, but glad I made it in. And uh, it's just been amazing, the group of guys that I've gotten to know. Yeah, we met across the street. I think maybe yeah. we had met before, but we met at, at really at a mem- memorable. We we had conversation yeah. and, and hung out for a little while. Yeah, at Legion when we got the back tour. That's right. Phil was taking us around and uh, showing us the um, showing us the brewery here across the street. And Trent and I got in a corner, started drinking beers, and I have no idea where the rest of the tour went. Yeah, and I kept I drinking. That so. can they left us. That can they did. Yeah. I so. just texted Phil earlier today and said, uh, "How you doing? Are you in the United States?" Because he's been traveling, uh, and he just said, "Currently hanging with uh, Gallagher Hicks and Zeb." I think. I think he's on the Telluride Committee. Probably. Probably so, on the mountains. Uh, Good for those guys. Doing something yeah. for YPO. Yeah. You know, work, he's working. That's a solid crew. It is. That's a real solid crew. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so are you from Charlotte, Trey? No. So, I've uh, been down here a little over four years, um, you know, but spent a lot of time in North Carolina over the last, say, 15 years. Uh, got a graduate degree over in Durham. Uh, oh, which, no. 
I know. You got You're, a Chapel Hill guy. But that's why the hat's Carolina Blue. Is it a master's degree? It is, yeah. From I, Duke? I tricked him into letting me in. Yeah. Duke <laughs> is puke. Yeah. Wake is fake. The team I hate is NC State. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, um, wow, yeah, that's impressive, li- actually. So lived over in Durham for a bit, lived in Raleigh. Um, been in Charlotte now four years, but uh, I'm an Army brat. So okay. moved around a ton. Was um, Army brat through and through. Was born at West Point. Uh, my dad was teaching the academy. Wow. So, so, so did you go to undergrad in this area as well? or uh, Undergrad in Arizona. Okay. Uh, University of Arizona. Is um, that, were you living there at the time when you're... Uh, yeah. So, you know, wasn't academically inclined, actually, as a kid. Um, <laughs> we, can re- I, yeah. we can resemble that's that. That's kind of an entrepreneurial <laughs> trait, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, graduated high school, and my folks said, you know, you're getting a job, you're going in the Army, you're going to school. And I said, well, I don't want a job, and the Army sounds like one, so... Signed up at the local community college, did that <laughs> there, for a bit. There you go. Yeah, and finally transferred over and uh, was real lucky. They had a great degree program in MIS, and so graduated from there, went to PricewaterhouseCoopers, and, um, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. What so. did you do at Pricewaterhouse? Fix problems. Uh, started fixing small problems, and then it got to be projects and then programs and then eventually companies. And so a lot of my career has been around turnaround and restructuring yeah. work. Um, work did both the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac restructurings. Um, was at Pfizer, took about $90 million out of their um, research and, and development program um, when they were over budget. It's actually how we ended up back in North Carolina after grad school at the Medicaid program. They'd overspent their budget and so came in as um, interim budget director initially, interim CFO, and then permanent CFO for about four years. So. Wow. At Medicare? At Medicaid. 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 So $14 billion, and they had overspent their budget by a few billion dollars over the previous three years, and so they brought us in to to fix things. And you were interim CFO? Started as interim, and then— So um, then you came on full bore. Came on. It was the first time and last time I've ever been a state employee of North Carolina. Good. Gracious. You got good benefits, son. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's what my dad used to say. That's what they say. That's what they say. (laughs) Is that that pretty common for people to bring on after after you come in as a consultant to bring on the consultant full-time? Does that happen a lot? It happens, you know, uh, probably more frequently than than most would assume. Um, Usually there's like, you know, know, you're not supposed to recruit from a consulting company. Yeah, yeah. All the rest of it. But, um, you know, I was walking out of the building on a Thursday. I was flying back up to D.C. I split my time between here and there. And um, I was walking out of the building and, and the um, the department level CFO. So total budget for the department was about $20 billion. And was walking out of the building. And the guy said, well, why don't you stick around and be a permanent CFO? And I literally started laughing out loud, like belly laughing. Like, there's no <laughs> way, buddy. I'm getting on a plane. I'm going back to D.C. and, and going back to my life. And uh, it started to sink in over the weekend. I got a call from... Um, the secretary of HHS that weekend, and, and next thing I know, uh, signed up full time. So it's been a wild ride, and I love North Carolina. I love being yeah. down here, and the people are just amazing. No, so. we always if you miss. I mean, we talk about North Carolina being the greatest state in the country, but hands down. Yeah. I mean, we 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 actually talked about it in the last show. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. Sarah was here talking about Rowan. We're talking about Rowan said that. That's my, right. My little daughter being prophetic. Yeah. So, so did with when you worked at Price Waterhouse is when you got your undergrad at Duke. No, so I was at the time I was at uh, Fannie Mae, and okay. they picked up part of the tab, uh, which was great. So I was working for a guy named Eric Schupenhauer. He's a CFO of single family and multifamily, and I was one of his uh, one of his key folks. And so he was completely supportive of it. Came down here, did the weekend program. Um, I mean, there's periods of like months that I don't remember. I was so so busy at that time. It's like working school and then doing the the uh, restatement at at Fannie. So it was so busy. What- 
What time? What, what years would, would that have been? Uh, I graduated in 2008 for, with my MBA, and so it would have been six through eight that I was working at Fannie. Wow, yeah. that's, that's some interesting times to be yeah. in that business. Yeah, it was really cool. The The head of um, multifamily actually came down and spoke to my class and uh, talked about the complexities of the market and, and how things unwound the way it did, and so it was awesome to have. Guy name was, his name was Ken Bacon, uh, one of my best bosses ever, and uh, had been with Resolution Trust Corps and just knew – real estate and the real estate finance market in and out and to have his expertise you know kind of on tap was was really amazing goodness yeah. gracious wow. it's been a cool cool ride so know. what so what what after that so you were there from you said 06 08 at Fannie Mae and then he went to uh uh Medicaid well so he was but, at Duke from 06 to 08. okay okay yeah. so after that I left um I left um, Fannie Mae went to a company called Alvarez and Marcel, and they're you know kind of the McKinsey of restructuring. They did Lehman Brothers, Washington Mutual, Levi Strauss, Interstate Bakeries, and I was working on school districts at the time. So Detroit Public Schools, LA Public Schools, wow. and doing turnarounds Goodness with them. Gracious. Yeah, it was fun working with the superintendents um, where they had huge budget shortfalls. And that was you know schools were that was a big market segment for Alvarez and Marcel at the time, and um, then it was Medicaid. Medicaid was the next big thing on a governor's budget. They came in and made a bunch of progress or promises. And Medicaid was, you know, 30% and growing of their budget. And so that became a really big priority for governors. And so got into that space, and that's how I ended up down here. They overspent their budget here and came down to fix that. So, Man, I always talk about our, our guests, you know, it's kind of good not knowing too much or knowing yeah. enough just to – just to lead it, lead on on, and then it's like speed dating and bond yeah. you build, man. What I just learned, that is a story. Yeah, it was fun. It's been a really fun ride. I've always, um, I've always kind of chased the project and and uh, sought out interesting people to work with. Well, we're gonna go pay some bills, but I want you to stick around, and I want to know w- w- what your qualifying business for YPO is, and, and all your entrepreneur endeavors when we return. Will you hang hang tight? I'd love to. Oh man, you're listening to, to Trey Sutton on the At Home with Roby Show. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm around with Trent Hasten from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts, Trent. Trey. I'm still is geeked awesome. up about my gift. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Take that, every At Home with Roby show guest. Beat this. Trey Sutton has got the number one gift on At Home with Roby. Is that what you're saying? No, I didn't say that. I just but it's said, top top five. Bring them. Top five, at least. <laughs> yeah, top five, at least. definitely yeah. top five. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I, and I didn't mean to give it away, man. I was being a smart butt and said it looked like a giant baseball hat. And yeah. uh that is, that, that is for you, the baseball hat guru. This is perfect. Ford is gonna. Ford, my son's eight. He is gonna think this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, mine were always getting crushed, so I figured I'd. This is uh, a perfect. Get crushed. Perfect. Yeah. Very thoughtful I'm, gift. I'm glad you like it, Trent. Thank you. You're uh, you're a good. You man. must have seen me in a ball cap a time or two. A time or two, <laughs> indeed, sir. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's pick up where we left yeah. off. Yeah. So so keep going. Yeah. So you Medicaid. Yeah. Wrapped up, um, you know. Took the, over the state. No, well, certainly not, and I was glad <laughs> to move on when I did. Um, you know, it's, it felt like the commitment was to get the budget back in shape and rebuild that team, and so um, so wrapped up, and that would have been in 20, um, 2016. So I was out in Colorado by New Year's of 2017 and took about five months off. Um, Really enjoyed the winter season out there. Oh, I was about to say that's the perfect time to be there. I was, I was yeah. lining your dates up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, it was an amazing trip, and um, 
you know, I mean, I treated snowboarding like it was my job. You know, get up at eight, be out there, and um, and would uh, get out on the mountain and did that as much as I could. Stopped and saw the Derby on the way home, and then uh, started job searching, and that's where I landed back down in Charlotte. Um, I took over initially as interim CFO, and then CFO, and then CEO of a Medicaid managed care organization. Yeah. Um, we had about a million lives, a little over a billion dollars in, in total revenue. And what was interesting is that the when I was at the department, this was one of the companies I worked with, and um, you know it was kind of a big budget line item for us. And so, was excited to get back to the state. Uh, was excited to do some good. Big part of uh, what drives me is is mission and, and public service. Uh, you know, my dad was in the army, my sisters in the army, my mom was a teacher, and so to be able to work in Medicaid and do something for the state was really cool for me. And so, um, getting back into that program was awesome. You fast forward a couple years, and um, and I've since merged that organization, uh, and I've started an artificial intelligence company. And what we do is. Uh, we tell the future about who's going to get sick, who's going to cost health plans a lot of money, uh, and we try to save lives. So um, that's what I'm up to these days. Really? Yeah. So yeah. this is the company that you started yeah. as CFO, worked your CEO, and you merged that company with the AI company? No, so merged the old company. Uh, we actually did, you know, moved a couple counties around to different companies. And this is a brand new startup. Oh, yeah. wow. So, um, so we've got two clients. We just, you know, I've been at it for nine months now. And um, we raised a little over a million dollars, two clients. Um, you know, the, the full-time team is pretty small right now, but we got 12 people touching the project. And, uh, and this, you know, I mean, this, this gets at what drives me. You know, my, my mom is a survivor of breast cancer due to early detection. And so, um, you know, some of the technology that we're working on does exactly that. How do we find people that are going to get sick and, and intervene earlier so that they don't? You know, how amazing is it that we can just even do what you just said there? I mean, that I mean, my mind is completely blown that this is even a possibility, but it's here. I mean, AI is not going away. It's in every industry. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Google CEO, there's talks of him not staying there because they're a little slow on the AI. Isn't that, oh, recent, yeah. isn't yeah. that recent news? Absolutely. Well, Listen, I, yeah. e- even in our, our I mean, industry. That's recent news. That's yeah. <laughs> I think he's done a really good job. I think that's premature to say anything like that, but you know how news is sensational. But I, I just had this discussion with a YPO guy who is going to agree now to come on the show. He listened to a couple. Steve Proctor out of Nashville yep. uh, sold his IT business, and I was President's Day weekend. He yeah. bought a place up in Banerell, and he was he was talking all about AI, and he I I mean. I, it's wild. It's top of mind. It is wild right now. Oh, we got Patrick's gift is here. And, um, and so, he said that AI that AI is so uh <laughs> it's it's the it's it's here. Oh yeah. I mean it's um you know, I when I was playing around on before I uh, came over to the show today, wrote you guys a poem I'll have to show you later. Um but <laughs> I mean like what I said was I I put in a search and said, "Hey, listen, I'm having a, a dinner party for eight guests. Here are the allergies. Can you write out a dinner plan, recipes and all?" Next thing I say, can you do me a shopping list? Can you tell me which aisles all the ingredients are what? on and how much of each do I need to buy? You know, I mean, it's it's wild what's happening. And those are the trivial applications. The stuff that we're up to at Siftwell yeah. is really about getting in front of um, deadly illnesses, you know. So it's how, it's a cool time. What information do you need to call from folks, from human beings, uh, to figure this stuff out? Yeah, we, so we work directly with the health plans, and the primary bit of information is claims. And so when you go, you see your doctor, they file a claim, they get paid by your health insurer. 
So we collect um, medical claims, behavioral health services claims, pharmacy, and then we stitch that together with a bunch of socioeconomic information uh, along with purchased information. And so on the two of you and on myself and Sarah and everybody else in this room, you can actually buy shopping cart information, um, and it's available out there by way of LexisNexis. So, you know, you can use all this stuff for scary applications, but at SIFTWell, we're using it for good. And so we, we, we stitch all this information together, and then we can tell the future about who's going to cost health plans a lot of money, who's going to get sick, all the rest of it. So cool, cool stuff. Which which can lower costs for healthier individuals, but also proactively lower costs overall because you're preemptively preventing sicknesses. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, huh. And you're making... I mean, listen, we, you know, n- nothing is important until your health is okay, right? I mean, like anybody that's had a flu or strep throat or anything else, I mean, the second you get sick, nothing else seems to matter, right? And so quality of life for the individual, quality of life for the family, all can be driven up by way of the application of these technologies, you know? And as long as you're using them for good, I think there's a, there's a place for them in today's world. You know, folks historically have talked about the, you know, this is scary, but yeah. it was said about, electricity and cars and the atom bomb and well the atom bomb is pretty scary but there's all kinds of technologies that came to fruition that that folks said were scary and and i think the same is true with ai if we use it for the right means and the right purposes then it can be a really powerful aid for humankind and that's what we're trying to do that is amazing wow yeah i mean i have so many questions i want to go back you said that the shopping cart on lexus nexus what, what, so what, can you elaborate a little bit more on that so the people you can kind of basically tell what people are buying, selling, that, that kind of thing? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, you know, it, this is um, this is an interesting one. So the second that you change over from buying normal-sized clothes to big and tall, for example, we can pick that up in the data. So there's information about the types of clothes that you're buying. There's information about the types of food products or alcohol that you're buying, et cetera. And so... In the instance of uh, going up in, in clothes, I mean, generally adults don't get a drastically taller. Yeah. They get drastically bigger, right? right? And so how do you begin to put in a diabetes management program? One of the other things that we know from uh, data research is that if you've, got a two, if you've got a married couple without kids in a minivan, their likelihood that they'll develop diabetes goes up. You've got, you got a big vehicle that's easy to load at a Costco or something else. The seatbelts are bigger. And so it's interesting that that's actually an indicator of folks wow. that are heading towards uh, obesity or, or diabetes. Yeah, it's amazing. So that you do this by their address through their credit cards. Yeah, so we we can match a number of different ways, but you know, directly from the health insurer, we get we get all the detail, uh, and then we stitch it together with the communities that they're living in. We can do age of homes. We can do number of divorces, single parent household. Even like, so in the Medicaid population, social determinants of health is very important. So do they have transportation to get to an appointment? Do they have housing, social connectedness, all the rest of it? Food is a major driver of health. Um, What we know is that sickness, health, all the rest of it happens outside the doctor's office. So how do we understand the situation or the environment the individual is living in, make adjustments there to improve the health? So we know how many kitchens on average the households in a community have. So things like that really are insightful or can create insights as to who's sick, who's going to get sick, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Wow. This so. is amazing. Unbelievable. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting hit upside the head left and right with this AI <laughs> stuff. Well, and it's coming to construction too, you know. So um, It yeah. already is. I was yeah. going to say that. We, yeah. With our software service titan, 
it can, I mean, there's artificial intelligence being used to dictate what is the right person to send to the right call based on the success of a hit rate. I mean, it's, yeah. in our industry, is by far the last to enter any kind of technology. We were using flip phones up until last year, so it is here. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Earlier. All right, I got a couple more questions. Uh, we 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 got to go to commercial, and usually we kick our kick our uh, guest off, but you just brought a a, 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 a Midwood barbecue smokehouse. <laughs> oh my gosh! Platter collars so in good. my face yeah. for Patrick. So I think you you bought some time on the last right. day, but you interested? Absolutely. All right, we'll Trey Sutton. When we return on the At Home with Roby show. Welcome back oh. to the At Home with Roby show. Patrick has brisket mouth right now. That's it, man. That's it. Trey brought food. From Midwood Smokehouse, a gift from Trey Sutton. Man, you are on point. Well, Trey, what you don't know is that we recorded another show prior to this one, and Trent had the three most beautiful tacos I've ever seen. <laughs> he ate the whole thing. I had to have lunch before I came here, so this is on point. I it really is on point. It. Thank you well, so, so much. I feel like the opposite happened last time I heard your show. I was like, you had barbecue. Yeah. You didn't get any, so maybe this is uh, some yeah. sort of justice. I don't know. They're trying go. to create a rift between us two. <laughs> yeah. It won't happen. I mean, if I, had pa- if I had hair like Patrick, I wouldn't be a hat guy. Well, me too. <laughs> me mean, too, yeah. And He's I wear got... hats all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but you're not a hat guy. You're still a hair guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, very nice hair. Yeah. I'm well, I, uh, I I I managed my hair pretty well when I was young, and and I was talking to the girls in our office in uh, several weeks ago, and I was talking about when I tried to part my hair down the middle in the third grade, and my dad, was, calm your hair over, this looks terrible, and and my mom couldn't find a picture, but she found this other picture, uh, and my hair looks pretty good, so I, I took it. Showed it to the ladies, and how that deal? Yeah, they're yeah. like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Was this one? Like, well, I, I don't have the other picture. My mom gave it to me the other day. I burn it. No, no. <laughs> was it your old man that had a comb over? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember oh. that from one of your segments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he is good, man. Yeah. You've been paying attention. Yeah, yeah. we talked about the comb over, but come over several times. Yeah. He got and Del- the he brush. got to Dell Earnhardt a lot. Yeah, the women were like, oh, you look like Dell Earnhardt. I can remember I went in. I had you know this is back in my late twenties, I think, and um, went in to get a new ID. Of course, I I might have left it at a bar. I don't remember. Trent. <laughs> Sound familiar? Um, yeah. So went into the DMV to get a new ID, and I was just like, "We'll reprint the one." And uh, and the gal says, "No, you got to take a new picture." And um, so I'd been wearing a hat, little hungover that morning. Took off my hat, and you know, sit in front of the camera. And both the camera girl and my girlfriend at the time were both like, "Nope, try to part it the other way. Part try to part it this way." We went through about four or five different iterations. <laughs> couldn't of, get a hairstyle. Uh, huh? Couldn't get a hairstyle. I was showing too much, and I went home and shaved it that afternoon. So been a been a shaved head guy ever. How since. long ago was that? That would have been 2007. 2007. Yeah. I was about halfway through that school in, over in Durham. Okay. Yeah. He's on the so Dave right. McGuire hair plan. That's yeah. about when he pulled his back. <laughs> Dave McGuire, our COO, who's lifetime best friend since high school, and yeah. Chris Maynard, yeah. senior project manager, high school best friend. They used to have the greatest hair. Yep. And, and now they're they've been on your program for about your amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, how long ago did you start this AI business? Uh, so I started full time April one. April so, one. Yeah, so real soon or real recent rather, and um, it's you know I'm I'm feeling really really lucky. I've got a, an amazing co-founder that uh, came out of the gates with me, a guy named Chuck Hollowell, who lives up on Mountain Island, um, and then uh, the other co-founder, he's up in Brooklyn. He's kind of a, a chief technology officer, data scientist, um, another great guy. I've known him forever, 
and uh, we're we're growing fast. Two clients raised 1.4, um, and uh, just gotten a ton of support. You know, it's awesome. Dang! Yeah. Between last segment and this segment, you raised four hundred thousand dollars. Well, I, I think I said <laughs> I think I said over a million. Uh, I was yeah. So, but yeah, the the exact number is 1.4. And we're doing another raise. We'll probably do about another two million. Um, wow! But things are things are going really well. Really? Yeah. I'm that pleased. is such a cool story. Yeah. So you're in the grind. I am in the grind. I mean, you're yeah. all of your instinct, animal instinct, emotions. I mean, the hustle is here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm breathing it. I'm drinking it. Everything. You know. I'm. A, I really like being in the mountains. And um, you know, I've this year I've got a season pass to Aspen Snowmass. I've got the Epic Pass. I've got the oh, Icon yeah. Pass. Wow. And I haven't been able to use any of them. You know, I mean, I'm just, um, I'm killing it over here on this startup. But I love it. It's the best job I ever had. Worst paycheck I ever had, though. You know, so. Hey, man, you putting in the time. Yeah, that's right. That's fun. It is fun. I'm really enjoying so, it. So, um, how did you, have you worked with your staff? Uh, I mean, you said you have a gang of 12. Yeah, so, um, you know, there's, again, there's three-time full-timers right now um, and about 12 people touching it. So, you know, we're SOC 2 compliant, which is an information security requirement. Um, you know, we've got the website up now, the brands. It's called Sift Well. Um, you'll see our logo is uh, Pegasus or a Pegasus-based Yeah, based I saw logo. that on your website, yeah. Yeah, and the idea there is that Pegasus was a creature that helped heroes achieve their mission. And so that's what we do. We, uh, we come in and work with health plans, support them, and in, in really driving improvements in health and um so that's where the genesis of it, and then the the name sifting through a lot of data to make people well. Yeah, sift, yeah. Well. sift well, yeah, yeah sift well. And, so, what's, right. and, and plug the website real quick. I mean, a lot of people are. I know everybody listening to this show is probably going to want to check it out based on the, the, what you said is remarkable, and it's really something different. We've had a couple of AI conversations on this show, but nothing to this extent. Yeah, so it's just siftwell.ai, and uh, folks want to reach out. It's just Trey at siftwell.ai. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, the tech is uh, – I had no idea these tools were out there and how powerful they were. You know, I grew up mostly through the CFO ranks, um, and now to be able to see some of the technology that's coming I out. thought we were good buddies, but you're always – you're always financially kicking me in the shin now when we talk. <laughs> I know how it goes. You're like, this guy is a nimwit. <laughs> no, that's absolutely not true. Trent, you're one of my favorite people on the planet Earth. Well, thank you. Yeah, you thank and Reagan you. are amazing humans. We, we so appreciate that. I've enjoyed the time I spent with well, both of you. Are your parents proud of you? Uh, I know they're proud of my sister. No. <laughs> uh, so I'll plug my sister. She's being promoted on March 17th to general officer over at Fort Bragg. So I'm incredibly proud of her. Um and, um, you know, my dad's an Army guy as well, uh, so he's coming down to, to actually do the promotion ceremony. But Man. Uh, I think they're both proud of the two of us, and uh, I'm lucky that they're still alive and still together. They're up in Fairfax, Virginia. Well, God. hold on real quick. At the beginning of the show, you told us a lie. You said you weren't very smart. I, yeah, Maybe I, academic was the word that you used. Well, I think there's a lot of really <laughs> smart people out there. So. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. it was really incredible. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. It was being I'm, smart. Yeah, I really enjoyed meeting. What's one thing you live by? TJ's giving us the roundabout. Yeah, so always make always make it a better place than when you showed up. Yeah, you know? I like that. Number I one. Hear you. Yep. Sift well, Trey Sutton. When we uh, we're we're leaving you, check <laughs> us out. Hey, listen, go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And carry a smile around on your face. Be positive. Be happy. Good luck to you. Have a wonderful day.